Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Scott Luton and friends here with you on Supply Chain Now. Welcome to today's show. Now, we have got a very unique show today as we have had a lot of fun uh, entitling it. Uh, it's a podcast about podcasts, right? That takes me back to the Seinfeld episode, uh, a coffee table book about coffee tables, I think, as it were, Kramer's idea. Anyway, so not only will our listeners be able to hear from Supply Chain Now team members and our family uh, that are oftentimes behind the scenes, but our team here are big fans of the podcast medium, and you're going to be leaving this fun conversation with lots of new podcast recommendations, vetted, approved, seal of approval recommendations. So with all of that said, I want to introduce our esteemed guests here today. We have Amanda Luton and Catherine Hintz. Amanda, how you doing? Doing great. How are you, Scott? I am doing wonderful. Why, did, why does why do our uh, the tone in our conversations change just because we got a microphone in front of us? <laughs> I know. I don't usually talk this high. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have, of course, Catherine. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. So uh, for our listeners out there, um, as I mentioned, Amanda and Catherine oftentimes are behind the scenes, um, and so I had to. Uh, kind of twist their arms to get them out in front on this podcast here today because as we've learned for months now, both Amanda and Catherine are some of the biggest podcast listeners that are out there. And uh, as as we compiled a list probably a month or so ago about some of their favorite podcasts, I'm like, man, other folks should should know this information. There are some insights here, some insider information that can help people find new good content. And, and we're all on that search regularly, right? for content that might be binge-worthy. So, long, clunky introduction there. But um, so let's get to know everybody a little better, right? So, uh, Amanda, uh, in a nutshell, talk about what you do here, and then we're going to find I got some questions for you. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm the CMO for Supply Chain Now. Um, I organize, manage all of the production and the promotion and the marketing for Supply Chain Now. Um, I also am really blessed to manage an awesome team of marketing and production professionals, um, mm -hmm. which is really, it's a, it's a joy every day to, to be a part of the Supply Chain Now team. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to save those questions. Uh, I'm going to go to Catherine next and just uh, kind of also, Catherine, what do you do here at Supply Chain Now? Yeah, so I am the sales and marketing coordinator for Supply Chain Now. And basically, I have my hand in marketing, production, and a little bit of sales. So if anybody has ever worked or thought about working with us, they have probably seen my name in their inbox. Um, I like to say that I become fast friends with anybody that we have a meeting with. <laughs> and it's true. Uh, me Absolutely. and Amanda both agree with that, right? <laughs> yes. Um uh, lots of passion and always, um, I tell you, Catherine is developing a reputation for some one-liners in our team meetings and our prep calls, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> that aside, 
Um, all right. Supply chain now stand up. That'll be the next yeah. podcast episode. Coming uh, <laughs> twenty twenty three. Right. Supply chain now stand up. Maybe we'll get carrot top lead off. No, I guess that, I guess I guess it's been a little while. Uh, right. But anyway, so Amanda, let's circle back to you for a second um, before we get into some podcast recommendations that both of y'all have. And and I wish we we could have a whole series based on some of the content that uh, Catherine and Amanda um, dive into regularly and could offer up. But um, where, where'd you grow up, Amanda? Yeah. So I grew up in Metro Atlanta. Um, My dad worked for John Deere for about 35 years. So we did move around quite a bit, but the majority of my childhood was in Snellville. Um, where everybody's somebody. I was a Comet cheerleader. Um, but then we moved to Iowa. So I graduated high school in Iowa, actually, uh, and then went to Nebraska for college. And then just as soon as I graduated, moved right back down here. <laughs> it's a bit of a culture shock, or was it to go from? I mean, it was unbelievable. I've never thought I had much of an accent until I moved to Iowa. And all anybody wanted me to do was just talk, just say some things. They loved me hearing me say y'all just thought it was, I was just such a novelty, but I don't think I really have an accent at all, but total culture shock. Um, The Midwest is wonderful, but I really missed the South. Um, So two weeks after I graduated, I moved right back down. (laughs) All right. So we're going to leave a lot of those stories. Uh, you got to <laughs> tune in at a later media episode. was in its infancy when I was in college. Thank goodness. All A's. Uh, <laughs> all A's and, and didn't never miss a class. Okay. So, Catherine, uh, Amanda grew up here in the metro Atlanta area, and she mentioned Snellville, where, uh, again, their town motto, which I've always had some fun with, is where everybody's somebody in Snellville, Georgia. Catherine, where'd you grow up? I grew up between Marietta and Kennesaw, so also Metro Atlanta, but just kind of on the other side of the perimeter, um, which was really great. I loved where I grew up. Um, and then I was very lucky that I got to travel a lot right after college. So I also had a stint in the Midwest and I lived in Chicago for a while. And then I lived in South Florida and I've lived in Milwaukee and now I've nestled my way back to the North Georgia mountains. Where, where I bet it's gorgeous just about every morning. Yes. <laughs> and maybe afternoon. I don't know. Uh, the mornings don't have the monopoly on uh, on, on nice weather. Uh, it's, it's probably nice all, all year round there in the Georgia mountains, huh? Yes, it's beautiful. Okay. So you mentioned a couple of things since we've got, since both of our guests are, um, uh, I guess, to some degree, native Atlantans, right? Grew up in the uh, metro Atlanta area. You mentioned the word perimeter. So I don't know about y'all, uh, but our listeners may find it interesting I've always thought that, that when you hear perimeter in the Atlanta context, it's got two meanings. Uh, the Probably the meaning that most folks connect it with is 285 that goes around the city, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But is it just me or do y'all feel that some people, when they say perimeter, it means that um, that kind of that uh, uh, Ashford-Dunwoody exit, uh, perimeter mall, that area. Yeah, it kind of created its own neighborhood in that area as well. Yeah. Okay. Making sure. And Amanda, you agree with that too? Well, and since we lived there, yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm making sure. So we lived right in that area about Uh, a lifetime ago. (laughs) And, you know, uh, I love the home we have now, but I do miss living uh, in that way. We had had a great great reverse commute, Catherine, and Buford Highway, and all of its wonderful culinary adventures were just, you know, just a couple miles away. 
Uh, but but hey, we're still not that far, and uh, we're going to have right. to uh, have some of those culinary adventures with Catherine. Maybe bring her down. Um, one other thing about Atlanta, um, uh, Atlanta highways and byways is the connector. Right? When people say the connector, some of our listeners may get a may uh, find this interesting. When you say the connector, uh, what what uh, Amanda? What do, what do, what do you mean when you say the connector? I think seventy five eighty five, where they kind of merge together right in the heart of the city, worst traffic you'll ever experience in your whole life. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> now people right in the heart. It's right where kind of all of the interstates uh, from the Southeast kind of merge together. So, exactly. and Catherine, you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So now people in Houston and um, Washington, D.C. and L.A. may be laughing when Amanda says the worst traffic right. ever. Uh, <laughs> but I tell you, um, she ain't lying. <laughs> At least it's really bad traffic most of the day. And I always think of varsity, right? The varsity yeah. is right there beside the connector where 85 and 75 are um generally speaking, you know, north, southbound, you know, heart of the city moving north and south. So um a lot of folks will pass through downtown Atlanta sometimes as you're if you don't take 285 around, uh some some brave folks are willing to go right through the heart of the city. Um, okay, so enough Atlanta trivia. Let's get to let's get to the reason we're here today. And I really am glad that Amanda and Catherine were game. You know, they're very busy, got full plates. They're usually behind the scenes helping to make, you know, world-class production happen here. But they were game to kind of be on the other side today talking about one of their favorite things, a podcast about podcasts. So I want to start with, uh, let's start with you, Catherine. So again, the genesis for this was uh, on a team call probably a month or so ago. Uh, um, where we, you know, who all's big into podcasts and everybody like raised their hand. And then all of a sudden we had like 27,000 recommendations of really good podcasts out there. So Catherine, narrowing that down, what's two or three of your favorite podcasts and why? Absolutely. I was so excited when you said we were doing a podcast about this because I just <laughs> spend all my time listening to podcasts or scheduling podcasts. So I was very excited. Um, so I have three that I want to talk about today and they'll go from probably more educational to more um, lighthearted and fun. Okay. But I am a big fan of the TED Radio Hour podcast. Um, if you ever feel like you want a quick mental enrichment or there's a certain theme that you really want to dive into, but you don't have maybe the time or you're driving and you want to just kind of check a couple boxes off at once. The radio hour shows are one of my favorites. You can get so much information about whether it's urban planning or something going on in the news or technology. Like I, I really enjoy that. Um, because they don't always have time to sit and watch a whole TED Talk. So the fact that they combine a bunch of little ones together is really digestible. And I really enjoy that. Um, hey, really quick, Catherine. Yeah. So um, the, uh, we've all heard of TED Talks. Most of our listeners are probably familiar with that. I'm new to the TED Radio Hour. It looks mm -hmm. like it's part of the NPR family program. I'm a big NPR fan, all things considered. Um, wait, wait, don't tell me, I think is the name of that Saturday show. Yeah. But I'm on their Twitter now, uh, Catherine and oh. Amanda. You'll get a kick out of this too. Uh, on the TED Radio Hour uh, tweet from just a couple days ago, they go, "Quote: There are a few things most of us can agree on. One thing: Dolly Parton." <laughs> so, 
they've got it going on. They know it's right. If you are uh, a fan of Dolly Parton, I'm a fan of you. So <laughs> I agree 100%. Okay. All right. So the TED Radio Hour, check them out. Looks like they've got a great uh, Twitter feed as well. And how often do they publish content, uh, Catherine? Pretty frequently. It looks like once a week. Okay. Once a week. Great. So y'all check that out wherever you get your podcast. That's the first official seal of approval. Uh, Catherine uh, 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 Hints podcast. What's number two? Number two is Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. She is kind of a well-known therapist and psychiatrist. And um, now she's kind of a mental health advocate, I guess you could say. And the whole concept of this podcast is it's completely um, anonymous, but you get to listen in on certain counseling sessions. And it's a really a great takeaway if you're interested in psychology, if you're interested in improving your communication in relationships or in business. It's a really great way to learn something that you wouldn't necessarily know because it's not your life, but it's really, really humanizing and it kind of helps me broaden my perspective. So if I ever end up in a tough conversation with somebody, I think that I can reflect back on these podcasts that I've listened to with her and kind of think, okay, how is a better way that I can conduct myself in challenging situations? How can mm. I better communicate my needs, whether it is relationally, professionally with my family? Um, and it's she has a really great way of being very kind and supportive, but she's not afraid to pull a punch or two. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're acting out, she's gonna let you know. So I think we all need people like that in our life, even if it's just from a podcast host. Now, Catherine, it sounds like to me, and I'm on their webpage now, Esther Perel. That's um, Esther E S T H E R, and her last name is Perel P E R E L Perel. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like not only is it entertaining, but it sounds like it's therapeutic and you've actually learned and applied some of what she's taught in your life. Is that right? Exactly. And a lot of it is, it can be a little heavy because you are listening to real people and their real problems. Um, but it's always something that I find bits of inspiration from and bits of um, tips on personal improvement and self-development. Okay. Uh, some of the, looks like some of her themes she focuses on. Um, Taboo, COVID and crisis, security versus freedom, communication and connection. A lot of good stuff there. It seems like a very practical uh, practical podcast. Some of my favorites. Uh, Amanda, your thoughts on, um, let's see, the name of it. It's uh, Where Should We Begin? What's the name of the podcast? Yeah, Where Should We Begin? Okay. Amanda, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I've not heard of that podcast before, and I think it sounds so interesting. I'm going to have to look it up. Um because most of the time when I listen to podcasts, I mean, I can go into this in a minute, it's strictly entertainment. You know, it's not really to, mm -hmm. to better myself or self-help or anything like that. But this sounds like it can kind of be almost a perfect mix of both. It can be entertaining, but also something that you can kind of take away. And so. you haven't heard my last pick yet. So okay. this <laughs> well, well, Hey, one last thing about this. Uh, S. Burrell, her parents were survivors of Nazi concentration camps. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Uh, his father had, her father had nine siblings. Her mother had seven siblings. Uh, man, I bet what an incredible story. Okay. 
So Catherine, you got man, you've you've uh, come right yeah. out of right out of Heavy the hitters. Uh, gate punching, right? <laughs> so what is your third approved? So my podcast? third one, um, just as important and serious as the others, is called Normal Gossip. And the host- <laughs> that sounds more long. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love this one, Amanda. Um, and the host, her name is Kelsey McKinney. and the whole premise of this podcast is that you get to listen to a story that is submitted by a friend of a friend. So it is a funny story, a crazy story. It could be anything from that infamous Thanksgiving that happened in the 90s with your family. And now they won't stop telling the story about the time that the turkey got up and ran away. Right. (laughs) So like, you know, a situation with a crazy neighbor that had a business running out of their apartment Um, and everything is anonymous and details have been changed. So we don't know exactly which parts are 100% true and which ones are 95% true, but she invites a host on that has most of the time um, is has some sort of interest in the theme of the story. So you know that they're going to be really invested in what happens and you get to spend an hour listening to a really funny and kind of wacky story. And if you're like me and you kind of enjoy um, trash TV or reality TV or whatever you want to call it, this is a great way to get your fix while you're like driving to run errands or something. And let's face it, we all need these departures from <laughs> any critical thinking. I mean, yes. right? <laughs> um, all right, Amanda, your comment on on that last one. Yeah, again, sounds right up my alley. <laughs> I love kind of quirky, unique stories. I love the anonymity kind of aspect of it too, because I feel like obviously people could share some crazy details about, you know, funny stories when nobody will be able to identify them later. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I've been writing down all of these, Catherine, so I'm going to look them up later and subscribe for sure. Okay. Excellent. Uh, well, Catherine, I'm not sure if to, to thank you or cause Amanda <laughs> is already, you know, she's read, she's read about a thousand books this year and is listening and following, you know, a thousand of the podcasts. So, uh, thank you, Catherine, for more quality content coming into the Luton home. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> but don't go anywhere because we won't get you to comment on Amanda's. And then I've got a couple of questions for y'all after we um, put together this this top six approved podcast list. Um, all right. So, Amanda, Catherine went first and shared her three. What's your first one here today? Yeah. So, um, one of my biggest kind of interests as far as podcasts go um, I love true crime, obviously, like most people do. Um, I love history. History is a, is a really big one for me. Um, and I really love kind of uh, the mixture of the, not mystical, but kind of unexplained and, and kind of where history cross paths. Okay. Um, but so one of my very favorite podcasts I've listened to for a really long time is called American History Tellers. Um, on the Wondery channel. And that's kind of the way that I kind of picked these is I almost selected the podcast channels first and then selected my favorite um, podcast from the channel. Okay. But Wondery, they have so many wonderful, really well-written podcast uh, podcast programs. But American History Tellers is really great because they'll do one season based on any one major American historical event. And Lindsey Graham is the host. He's really wonderful, but he 
He no, tells not Lindsey Graham, the politician, a different the, Lindsey Graham. the South right? Carolinian, yeah, senator, that's right. Is he a senator or representative? Either way, not him, totally different guy. Um, but Lindsey Graham is the host, and he tells the story from the perspective of people that could have been involved in the historical event. So, and they'll do... I don't know, somewhere between five and eight episodes per season. And the whole season is about this one event and kind of going through the, the chronologically through the event. Um, but I've learned more in-depth history about the, the Revolutionary War, about um, the space race, about the Cuban Missile Crisis is the one I'm listening to now. Um, I listened to one about the Tulsa Race Massacre. I had never even heard about that mm. in the past. Uh, we never learned about that in history class, but I learned about it on uh, American History Tellers on this podcast. It's just so fascinating. And they're perfect for like a, a road trip or like a long drive somewhere because you can just bust through three or four episodes, no problem. And I truly, you know, a lot of the events spoken about on American History Tellers, I've learned about in, in history class or or throughout you know, just my life or whatever. Um the level of detail, the level of research and in-depth information that they share is just, it is so fascinating. And I'm I'm totally a history nerd anyway, but yes. I think it would appeal to kind of any Americans that want to dive a bit deeper into the history of our country. It's just really fascinating. All right. So, Catherine, I'm going to get your take in just a second, but I'm, I'm on their um, one of their pages. They've had 35 seasons. So that's yep. quite an accomplishment for any podcast. You know, most most of the three million podcasts out there don't get beyond twelve episodes, as we all know. Um, Amanda dropped a couple of uh, of uh, subjects, but prohibition, the space race, national parks, civil rights, Dutch Manhattan, uh, coal wars. That was wars. a fascinating one. Believe it or not, Dutch Manhattan. It oh, tells wow. all about the history of New York City and how it was uh, how it was uh, settled. Yep. I knew nothing. I knew, I knew truly nothing about New York City. I mean, it explains how Wall Street got its name. Yeah. It's, it was just amazing. Oh, Lost, that's fascinating. Lost Colony of Roanoke. Uh, and the plot to steal Lincoln's body was the most recent one. We'll save that. Uh, so no spoilers. Um, Catherine, your take on American History Tellers. I love that. I had not heard of that podcast before, but it sounds super interesting. I think that sometimes... When we learn about history growing up, maybe we are either too young to appreciate it or we don't realize that these are real people that have real lives and stories. And so the way that they orchestrate or like um, create that content makes it feel like you're truly understanding the history of whatever they're covering, but also the past that people took to get there. Right. Yeah, well said. Well said, Catherine. Um, okay. So the first one for Amanda was American History Tellers. What's number two, Amanda? Yeah, so the second one is from um, the Grim and Mild channel. I think that um, Aaron Mankey is the host of Lore, which is another super popular podcast, has been around for a really, really long time. Um, Lore, I think they, they're into, you know, they're over two or 300 episodes now, but they published a book. They had a, you know, two series TV show on Amazon Prime. Um, but the the lore podcast is about an hour long and it's about um, kind of like I was saying earlier, the cross between like the unexplained and history and how um, 
you know, New Orleans is, is supposedly haunted and kind of all these ghost stories from the city. Um, the other day they were talking about charms and how charms throughout history have held um, lots of symbolism for different cultures and things like that. Um, but lore is not even the one that I was going to recommend. Okay. Even though lore is fantastic and I love it so much, they have another podcast called Cabinet of Curiosities that's very short. It's okay. about eight, eight or nine minutes long. But they tell two quick stories about, you know, things from history that are unexplained or, again, stories or background that you may not have heard before. Um, but I love it because do y'all remember um, Ripley's Believe It or Not? Like they yes. have the museums yes. and they also had the TV show for Hang a while. on a sec. Hang on a sec. Um, <laughs> you can't say Ripley's Believe It or Not without mentioning uh, it was hosted by. Um, Kane. Who? Bean no, Kane. that was That's the new one. I'm talking about the 80s version of Ripley's oh, Believe It or know. Not. Hang on a sec. Let's look this up really quick <laughs> because the guy always reminded me of my granddad and he had a very unique uh, manner of talk. Jack Palance. Jack uh, Palance. Oh, yeah. And if yeah, you remember, okay. at the end of each segment back in the the original show, at the end of each segment, he goes, you can believe it or not. Just like that. Very <laughs> dramatic, you know, and, and it, was, it was like a trademark. Yes. Um, I didn't even realize Jack, I mean, this is how uh, ignorant I was as a kid. I didn't realize Jack Palance had a Hollywood history, you know, pedigree that Ripley's Believe It or Not wasn't his, you know, wasn't his claim to fame. It was a great, great I get for that show. I only knew City Slickers. That, that movie. <laughs> well, we're uh, kindred spirits here. Okay. So Cabinet of Curiosities, that's the... That's your number yeah. two, right? That's the, yeah. And it's it's so great because it's just these little snippets, these weird and wacky stories, um, like how John F. Kennedy's brain has been missing, you know, for years and years and like the, the evolution of that, that story. And um, how you get, uh, I can't think of an, another quick example, but just how, how things have been named and like the origins of naming things or the origins of like... Um, phrases that we use a lot, you know, in English um, speaking or whatever, but it's just, it's a great program. It's super short. It's two stories. You're done in less than 10 minutes. And it's like from watching that or from listening to that podcast, I feel like I could be like trivia champion at any local bar um, just because my knowledge of kind of useless information has been improved from that podcast. I just okay. love it so much because it's quick and easy. Cabinet of Curiosities. Yes. Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, I wonder if, the, <laughs> oh, that stupid dad, dad jokes. I was thinking about uh, a, a sequel. Um, instead of Cabinet, maybe a treasure chest of trivia. Uh, Ooh, it was going to be the sequel yes, or something like that. Perfect. <laughs> but a quick question uh, for you both, because uh, as I'm on its site via iHeart, is where I'm finding it. Mm. Uh, as Amanda, as you mentioned, you know, most of these are less than, um, you know, 13 minutes or less. So it's very short form. Um, in a in a succinct answer, are y'all bigger fans of that shorter form, you know, 10 minute or less, quick hitter podcast, or do you like the longer form before you share number three? Catherine? Longer. You like longer. Okay. Uh, Amanda? I like both. It, and it, a lot of it depends on when and where I'm listening. If I'm in the car, I'll love a long podcast. If I'm okay. folding laundry, short. Okay. All right. Lucky you that your laundry doesn't take yeah, that. Yeah, that's long. not the case. I listened to tons of episodes in a row. Yeah. 
All right. So speaking of cabinet uh, of curiosities, which is again, uh, Amanda mentioned Aaron Mankey. Uh, that's the host and the creator. And that Mankey is spelled M-A-H-N-K-E. Uh, Catherine, your take on cabinet of curiosities. All I could think about when you were explaining it is that that sounds like the perfect podcast to listen to if you're going into a dinner party where you don't know a lot of people because it's going to fill you with so much stuff that you can be like, oh, I learned this interesting fact today, (laughs) you know, and you can just put it on while you're driving and feel like you're going to be prepared with good small talk that's also um, relevant or a fun, intelligent comment to make about something. I think it could be a good back pocket podcast when you need some conversational support. That's such a, such so, a great idea. So <laughs> so basically, Kath, uh, Amanda, Catherine's saying, hey, if you want to be interesting, check out this podcast <laughs> and you can go into any conversation ready to share something of interest to uh, the attendees. Um, okay. So Amanda, we've knocked out two of yours. What is number three? Yeah. So I am a, an overachiever. I cannot narrow it down to through to to a third and final podcast. But like I said earlier, true crime. I'm a huge, huge fan of true crime. Like most, I think women my age. I don't know why that is, but um, I've been a, a murderino pretty much my whole life. I love <laughs> my favorite murder. Um, it's another kind of long time podcast. It's been around a long, a long time. What's it called? Um, it's called My Favorite Murder. Oh, okay. That's on the Exactly Right channel. So okay. great. Um, I love Crime Junkie. Um, mm. I love, let's see, Crime Junkie is with um, Ashley Flowers. She's the hoster of that show. Um, Criminal is an excellent true crime podcast. Um, Anatomy of Murder, that's on Audio Chuck, which is the channel that um, Crime Junkie is also on. Um, those are all just really what I the, the thing I like about true, good true crime podcasts are ones that are really researched well. They're not just kind of, they're not sharing a ton of strenuous information or opinions mm-hmm. straight to the facts. It's like forensic files on TV is, you know, it's very straightforward. Um, but just sharing the details of these horrible, horrible crimes, which is, you know, it's, it's the phenomenon of true crime, you know, why everybody loves it so much. I don't know. But those shows, you know, Criminal Crime Junkie, um, Anatomy of Murder, my favorite mur- murder to a certain extent, they're just done really well. And mm. I really enjoy listening to them. Um, the hosts are very knowledgeable because they've kind of been doing this a long time and they can kind of draw um, parallels to other stories. But um, I don't know why I like a spooky story any time of the year, but I, I just... I think true crime is very fascinating. In another lifetime, maybe I would have been a forensic scientist or something. It's just very fascinating. From supply chain to forensic. <laughs> yes, you beat me to it, Catherine. Uh, so, Catherine, that, that was a litany of um, I know, that was a I fast and furious finish. Your thoughts there, Catherine? Well, any of those? <laughs> I was into the true crime podcast movement, if you will, probably like right out of college. And when Serial kind of was the forerunner of that whole space. And then it kind of, my interest in it kind of dwindled. Every once in a while, if I'm on a really long road trip and I need something that's going to perk me back up, 
a spooky true crime story is going to make me feel very alert if I'm like stopping to put gas in my car and I'm by myself or something. Um, But I am not the biggest uh, consumer of true crime. But I do think that the ones I listen to, I've listened to My Favorite Murder. I think it's really good. I've listened to Crime Junkie and it's really good. And I agree with Amanda that um, it is, I think for... My favorite murder, at least some of their earlier ones were very lighthearted. Like they they made these stories. Um, you hate to say they're enjoyable to listen to because they're real life tragedies, but you know, they they did it in a very um consumable way. And then you have ones like crime junkies that have a very journalistic approach. Right. Yes. Um, for so sure. it's, it's interesting to be able to hear these stories in multiple told in multiple ways. So uh, it's interesting uh, because it is amazing just how big of a niche and a market that true crime has become. And, and almost regardless of medium, you look at TV, you know, yeah. Dateline, 48 Hours, um, not so much Apple 60 Minutes. Apple created an entire podcast category dedicated to right. true crime now. Right. You know, that was yeah. several years ago, but it's that's how much deal. it grew. That's how quickly, yeah, and how many but, podcasts were being created. But if you think of OGs in this space, Forensic Files, the original, is still one of the best. And, and yeah. you know, that's a podcast, but also it's a 30-minute show that there's, you know, a couple hundred episodes. Um, and they recently released Forensic Files 2, which I have not found nearly as, uh, I'm not sure if it's a story difference. I'm not sure if it's um, an interview difference, but I don't find, or maybe um, just how they produce it. I don't think it's as good as the original. Uh, yeah, uh, I know Amanda. You've seen Forensic Files too. Would you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I agree, and I think that is kind of one of the things about true crime podcasts now too. Is once people kind of realized how popular they were and how you know this huge market for true crime, everybody jumps on the bandwagon and everybody creates. You know, everybody's fascinated. Lots of people are fascinated with true crime, so you know. They want to jump on the bandwagon of true crime and of podcasts and start producing all of this, this true crime um, content. And sometimes, and that's why I like some of these old school, like Catherine said, the journalistic approach to, to true crime is it's old school. It's, you know, tried and true way of, of communicating this type of content. And it's really, really great. But when you try and repackage it and kind of repromote it later and kind of change up those, those tried and true, you know, ways of, of communicating. So it's just not as good. I can't necessarily put my finger on it either. Right. But um, sometimes keeping it basic, straight to the point, with a with a really classic or traditional formula is just the way to go. All right. Uh, your final. So forensic files. Are you, are you a fan, Catherine? I have never seen it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So we, we'll have to fix that. Um, and you may not like it. Uh, because I, I know you mentioned kind of true crime is not your priority list, um, but really it, it's it is a classic uh, that continues. You know, uh, H HLN is a channel that runs it relentlessly today. It's kind of like MTV runs um, ridiculousness uh, <laughs> constantly. And you know that's an interesting story. We don't have time for it today, but um, folks, listeners, you should check out why that is. So this is. Um, 
folks, when I say stuff like this, it reminds me how unique of a episode this is going to be for Supply Chain Now. It's a podcast <laughs> yeah. about podcasts and content. But hey, any any opportunity we have to bring folks that are usually on the other side of the coin out and sharing, you know, what's important to them, their likes and and uh, different aspects of this journey. That's a, that's a good reason to do that. Okay, moving right along, bringing it back to supply chain now. Um, a thousand episodes in on the main ship, and that's just a mothership, right? That's just supply chain now. Of course, you got Dial P, you got Digital Transformers, um, you've got uh, Tech Talk, uh, you have got Tequila Sunrise. I mean, just all this you know wealth of content out there. But what is, uh, Catherine, we'll start with you. What is your fa- one of your favorite all-time episodes on Supply Chain Now? That is so hard. I think um, this isn't quite answering the question, but my favorite. I'm used to that. Believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that my favorite would have to be the supply chain buzz. So every Monday we have a supply chain buzz and I'm on the back end of it. So we get to start our week off together doing this episode. And I think that it is just always a good time, whether we have, you know, a guest on there or if it's just kind of us. Um, it's a great way to start your week off with timely news, a good laugh or two, and an update on what's going on with supply chain now and everybody else kind of in the space. I think it's something that um I really enjoy, especially not being a supply chain expert, being more on the creative and marketing side. I think that I am constantly learning and laughing and growing from listening to the Buzz episodes. I agree. Um, you know, if y'all remember way back when and, and before Catherine even joined us, the <laughs> supply chain Buzz in its infancy was a short form news-focused podcast that we dropped that was 15 minutes or less, quick hitters, kind of like monologue, uh, that we drop uh, once a week or so, once a month. I can't remember exactly. But that has since morphed into, to Catherine's point, one of our most popular programs, right? It's a mixture of personalities. It's a mixture of news, news you could use. It's a mixture of movers and shakers out there doing innovative things. And it's set every Monday at 12 noon, uh, like clockwork. So, um, but so Catherine, that's a good one. Uh, Amanda, what about yours? Yeah, so I love the buzz too. Um, that's one of one of the things, one of the the sessions that I look forward to producing every week. It's always always a lot of fun. Um, but some of my favorite episodes have been um, some supply chain leaders um, that come on and they don't focus so much on supply chain, but focus more on leadership. Um, we had Crystal York on just recently. That was not this week, I don't think, but last week she was on for a new interview. And she just, she challenged the audience. You know, she was, uh, she's a great manufacturing leader. And I thought it was just a, a a really wonderful interview. I actually, we have copywriters on our team that kind of write landing page copy and some, some social copy and things like that. And we weren't, they weren't able to do it this week. So I actually wrote the landing page copy for that episode. And listening to the transcript and listening to the interview, I felt very inspired after listening to Crystal. So I thought that that was a great interview. Um, uh, one from way back, uh, Sandra McQuillan was on with Scott and Greg. I think it was actually a live stream that she was on. A masterclass. Yes. That yeah. we then, you know, we, we replayed or reproduced it into a podcast episode. 
And she gave like 10, I can't even remember the the exact title, but it was maybe 10 things a supply chain, a chief supply chain officer needs to do or needs to know or something like that. Just the level of knowledge that she had that she just busted out like no problem. Um, You know, she obviously, I'm sure she prepared and she was, you know, she had had done her research and studied and everything for the show, but just the amount of information and the the leadership qualities that she communicated through that episode. I mean, talk about Catherine, like writing things down and and making notes of, of, of things that'll help you going forward. That was just such a great episode. And it was applicable to pretty much anybody in, in, in industry that's interested in being a leader or wants to move forward in their organization not has nothing i mean supply chain yes of course and it was information for people in the supply chain industry but it was applicable to pretty much anybody anywhere that wants to you know have some forward progress in their career so that was a really really great episode those are probably two of my recent favorites sherica sanders was also a great oh, she's um, great interview not too long ago actually we've had her on a couple of times but her most recent one was was really wonderful um but i just love those guests that yes, they can share their supply chain and their business and industry knowledge, but they can also show and share, um, you know, so many great tips or, 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 or bits of information about leadership and how we can all be better leaders. That's what I really I like about those particular episodes. Agreed. Uh, all right. So Catherine, any comments on any of those? Is it Crystal, Sandra, uh, Sherika, any, any comments there on any of those, Catherine? I think those are all really great episodes and I totally agree with what Amanda said. Um, I think one of the great things about our podcasts and our live streams are there's so many things you can take away, whether you are actively in the industry or not. Um, There's just a lot of life lessons and personal development that you can glean from these leaders. And I, I love a good story. And I think that the people that come on like, Crystal and everyone else are coming on because they have an important story to tell. And I always enjoy getting to listen to it. I agree. Uh, I, I love great storytellers. And also, especially if they bring like a, a t-shirtism, you mm-hmm. know, a short phrase that really inspires uh, our listeners, inspires us as hosts. Uh, you know, we leave a lot of these shows ready to run through walls. And certainly all three <laughs> of those you mentioned uh, and many others. So, um, all right. So one final question for our esteemed panel here today, and you know, I was thinking about this earlier. There's almost 3 million podcasts, depending on who you look at, right? Um, who's doing the numbers, but it's about 3 million podcasts now. I wonder who 20 years ago, we'll call it, said, hey, you know, I think this is where content's going. I think folks are going to have an app on their phone and they're going to be listening to all this audio content and it's going to take over the world in many ways and and Companies are going to push billions of dollars into the space to grow it. And I wonder how many folks knew that was coming. So since I'm with two experts here, deep content consumers, uh, and Catherine, I'll start with you. What is one prediction that you have for where content may be headed next? What's the next big thing? I think that I think that most trends are cyclical. So you can kind of see that what we're going to do might be reminiscent of something that we've already done, but it's an innovation of that. And I think the people are moving more towards story-based audio content. So before the big surge of podcasting happened, 
my family would go on a lot of road trips and we always listen to radio classics on Sirius XM. And it's that's really, a channel. Yeah, it's a channel. Okay. And they do um classic dramas and mysteries and comedies. So it's like Jack Benny and um these like Western audio stories that you're hearing that are really, really cool. Probably stuff that you know my grandparents would have watched or listened to. Maybe um, Jack Palance and some of those. <laughs> Maybe he could be. (laughs) Um, And I think that I'm seeing a lot of content, maybe not on the business side, but just on the entertainment side, go more towards these scripted audio shows or retelling of a story like the normal gossip show that I mentioned at the top that you're getting to hear these narrative storylines over the course of an hour. And maybe it's serial and maybe it's not. Um, But I think that people are really striving for human connection. And so I think we're going to see a lot of those personal touches through audio content moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a great, uh, a great prediction. All right, Amanda, that's going to be tough to top. What's one (laughs) prediction? No pressure, Amanda. I know, gosh. (laughs) Well, no. So one of the things that I am seeing a lot of, and so prior to podcast listening, I guess, I was an avid consumer of blogs, loved reading blogs. I was on my computer at night, constantly reading. I had a whole favorite list of all of my favorite blogs that I would go through. I had a blog, you know, everybody had blogs there for a while. And now, you know, social media has changed that so much. Instagram accounts have changed so much. Social media influencers have changed that so much. And what I'm seeing a lot now is social media influencers, you know, they may start with TikTok or they may start with Instagram and they create these huge followings. They don't have blogs anymore. They're starting podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that we're going to be seeing, you know, a lot of these people that are TikTok famous or YouTube famous or, you know, Instagram famous, um, we're going to be seeing more podcasts like that. Now, whether it's them kind of creating the same type of content for their podcasts or if they're going to be inviting guests on kind of for interviews. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. But every single day when I open, I listen to all my podcasts on Apple. Um, every day I see a new podcast from a new uh, social media influencer that I've just, you know, just seen or just recognized um, from TikTok or whatever. Um, but so that's what I'm thinking. Lots of influencer podcasts. I don't think podcasts are going anywhere. Um, I think video, obviously, you know, all these social media platforms are switching over to a more dynamic, short, you know, form video content like TikTok, like YouTube shorts. Um, It may be that we see slightly fewer audio only podcasts, more video podcasts Mm -hmm. um, to kind of play into the the whole video uh, trend. But um, I don't think podcasts are going anywhere at all. I think we're going to see more. I would love to see more. Um, different genres, different types of content, like like Catherine mentioned, you know, true crime was so, so hot there for a while. And, you know, now I mentioned that, you know, so many people are creating it. Like, let's see some more things in addition to true crime. Like, what else have you got? You know, what else can people come up with to to share and to, to um, educate and entertain people? But uh, I don't think they're going anywhere, which is exciting for me because I, I can't get enough. <laughs> Clearly, man. Uh, well, this has been fascinating. Uh, I'm really glad, you know, this is kind of, um, um, it was always a concept, uh, for a show that, that, uh, we've had in mind for, as I mentioned on the front end for weeks, but we kind of, we had an opportunity 
uh, from a production scheduling standpoint, and we had an opening this afternoon to knock out the recording. So I'm really glad that we all could get here and we could pick your brain, both of you, on all things podcasts, the uh, podcast about podcasts. So who knows? We may we may make this a, a regular feature, like quarterly. I, I could I could envision um, whether it's members of our team or other content creators as they jump on and share their favorite. Um, you know, a lot of the, all the ones we sh- well, I guess not a lot of. We shared a mix of entertainment and learning or news oriented podcasts, um, but but you know, it's wherever uh, it's wherever whatever works to make that departure from all the rigors and stresses of this journey, whatever, whatever helps you, you know, find that balance and that moment of serenity. And I think we got a couple of nuggets from you both, Amanda and Catherine on, um, on what works for y'all. And maybe some of our listeners will pick up on some of those podcasts and let us know, you know, let us know what you think of the vetted list we got from Catherine and Amanda here today. Okay. I think the the podcast buzz with Amanda and Catherine is coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what nice I don't know. Scott. You might have opened the door here. <laughs> Let's do it. I'd love it. Uh, I think I think there's so much, you know, uh there's so much content out there. And you know, there needs to be some shepherds of folks that help navigate uh all the the treacherous podcast landscape and find good stuff. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. that might be something. So we'll filter um, through it. No the problem. Podcast Absolutely. Buzz. <laughs> the podcast buzz. And why limit it to podcasts? We could have a, a whole right. uh content buzz. But uh, stay we'll tuned. Our content corner. Uh content Perfect. corner. There we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, listeners, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode, this very unique episode, big departure from what we typically do. But hey. That's the joy of creating content, right? To be able to make these departures and these right turns and left turns. Because whether we like it or not, life isn't all only about supply chain, even for us big supply chain lovers and nerds like like I am. Um, But nevertheless, Amanda Luton, thank you for your time. Appreciate what you do here. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, And Catherine, really appreciate Catherine Hintz. Really appreciate what you do here. Thanks for all of your uh, suggestions as well. Thanks for having me, Scott. We're going to do it again. The Content Corner with Amanda and Catherine coming soon <laughs> I love to, to an uh, app near you. Okay, listeners, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Hey, let us know. Shoot us a note uh, of what are some of your favorite podcasts. I really hope Supply Chain Now some of our family programming is on that list. But hey, no worries if it's not. Um, Amanda, what's the best way? Should folks just pop over on our maybe our Supply Chain Now Twitter or LinkedIn or one of our social channels to drop us their podcast recommendations. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Um, probably LinkedIn and we'll, we'll be posting um, probably some great content based off of this podcast. So you can comment, uh, send us a DM or, or, or tweet us. Yeah. I'll be Twitter. so excited to see what everybody else's favorites are. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that'd be intriguing. We'll, we'll, we'll have to curate a whole list. Top Absolutely. 100. What uh, is we'll a see. book club for podcasts? <laughs> We can, <laughs> exactly. we can figure that out and start one. Blue ribbons and stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, Alcott Awards or whatever. Um, okay. Well, uh, listeners, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Big thanks to Amanda and Catherine for joining me for this very unique episode, a podcast about podcasts. Uh, let us know your recommendations. Uh, but whatever you do, uh, hey, you got to find that that um, departure from the stresses of life. Amanda and Catherine gave you some great ideas. So, so take advantage of those. Test them out and let us know what you think. But whatever you do, 
On behalf of our entire team here, Scott Luton challenging you to do good, to give forward, and to be the change that's needed. And we'll see you next time right back here at Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at supplychainnow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now. Now.